the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from our home away from home, Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Have a great show for you today. We'll get right into it. want to let you know, of course, we're helping to celebrate the month-long festivities of Porky's 15th anniversary. We're sitting right out front, and we're going to have a lot of great people joining us on our program today and a great lunch afterwards at Porky's. Invite you to come up and join us. It's Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka is your official place to start your weekend every Friday at lunch with us on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Pete Paquette, I want to welcome Pete Paquette. He's doing yeoman uh, duties here, um, operations manager at all of the Salem Media Group stations, well, uh, I will producing say, our program. Well, Roger, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the sickness that's going around in, in a lot of people's offices and stuff struck here at uh, Salem Media Group as well, at WBCW. So we've got a few folks that are out, and I wish them well and hope they, they get better out really quick. But, yeah, we've been uh, moving around a lot of different locations today, that's for sure. Thank you, Pete, for your your extra effort. You always give extra effort, but it going up above and beyond and uh, being here to produce for us here at Porky's on Blue Daughter Sports Central. As long as you keep the cookies coming, that's all it can. Okay, okay, <laughs> can do that. Um, and a little barbecue as well. And of course, you know, and Pete and Pete had a um, before we get into our you know, introducing our guest. You know, this is Groundhog Day, by the way, and, and Pete had a, has, a, has a new take on, on Groundhog Day, actually. Well, you know, here we are at Porky's, you know, and that's uh, so I thought let's change it up to be pulled pork day. Why not? I like you? it. Have our own, have our own little, uh, do you think, it, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if Steve came out, you know, if he saw his shadow? <laughs> yeah? No, maybe not. Okay. We're, um, so we're celebrating Groundhog Day at Porky's, and we're celebrating Pulled Pork Day at Porky's as well. Fifteen years of uh, yeah. fifteenth anniversary as well. Well, let me tell you about our guest. We're pleased to be joined here at Porky's by Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy, former Apopka Blue Daughter baseball player and assistant baseball coach and assistant football coach, and a multi generation Blue Daughter. Brian, thanks for coming up. Roger, thanks for having me. I love being on your show. And a little bit later, we'll be joined, look, looking forward to being joined by John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner. And later, at about 1140 for our last segment, we look forward to being joined by Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach of the Blue Darters. They're um, on the brink of entering postseason. The, the, the all-important district tournament is right around the corner, so we'll look forward to getting an update from Coach Williams about that. But right now, of course, I want to let everybody know, we talked a little bit about this, uh, last week, but 
of course, a district championship is a huge accomplishment and a huge event. I want to give another shout-out to Coach Doug Matthews and his outstanding Blue Darter soccer, uh, girls soccer team as they celebrate uh, district champion, winning the District 5A District 4 championship with a stunning one to nothing victory over top-seeded Dr. F- and favored Dr. Phillips. Congratulations, Coach Matthews, and to all the girls and the assistant coaches. Yeah. They, they will host Lake Mary on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. That, that, right on campus, correct? Yep, right on campus at, uh, at Roger Williams Stadium uh, in the regional quarterfinal. We're continuing to follow them and looking forward and wishing them all the best. Now, Brian, can, have you, just you know, of course, basketball is is is, is hitting its its um, you know, down home stretch and getting ready to go into the district tournament. As I said, uh, can you share a little bit about about Blue Rider basketball with us? Well, you know, first of all, it has such great, great, great uh, history and tradition. Uh, anytime that you're in a program who's won a state championship, uh, those state championships are so hard to win. Um, it those those kind of traditions carry over from year to year. Um, Coach Williams has done an outstanding job with the program. And uh, as they've played this year, uh, I think they've gotten better and better each week. And uh, they ought to have a good shot at uh, uh, making some noise in the playoffs here. And as, as Coach has, has uh, spoken to us about, as we've observed and talked about, he, he played a very tough regular season schedule just for this purpose, to make sure the team was, was prepared against top-notch competition from across, not only in Central Florida but around the state of Florida to prepare them for you know, the all-important postseason. Oh, that's so important. Um, that was one of the things that we used to do in baseball is we used to try to take a trip so that you had to stay overnight like you might have to do in the state playoffs someplace, play quality competition and the, the two events that coach Williams has put on here uh, those are phenomenal events with with outstanding teams from all across the state um, I think that certainly helps prepare your club uh, for for playoff basketball and just as a, one brief example before we move on you know we had a three-game stretch in Blue Darter basketball where we had uh, played two defending state champions, and those were sandwiched around a, a huge district rival game with West Orange. Yes, it was. Yes, and we was. came out of that winning two out of three of those. I, I think that that's shows that there's a chance that they can make a good run in the playoffs. And again, though, they're in a tough district, and that's uh, that that people just don't understand how hard it is to win in this district. Evans, West Orange, Apopka, and Wekaiva. And, of course, in recent years, we, you know, a game we broadcast just a couple years ago, Evans was ranked not only the number one team in the state, they were ranked number one team in the country at that time. Yep. Um, and, of course, they've got their own 50-plus, um, you know, 50, 50, 60-year history of outstanding yes, basketball. Do. Yes, they do. And Wekaiva, of course, in recent years has, has been a power. In fact, uh, Coach Williams helped to contribute to that, you know, uh, he, he helped build that program. He, he did. He got that program to where it's at, no doubt. And you know, certainly don't want to neglect West Orange. In fact, they're going to enter the postseason as a number one seed. In fact, they beat us, uh, you know, to, to kind of knock us out of that number one seed. Yep. But anyway, let's go. Now, Brian, bring us up to date on baseball because I, I know there's a, an important event Saturday evening uh, for Blue Daughter Baseball. And I'd love to have you. Sh- I'm sure you're aware of that. And I'd, I'd like to have you share a little bit about it with us. Absolutely. Coach McDaniel's done something that uh, hadn't really been done here before. He's really created a baseball booster club that uh, has been very instrumental in helping him raise money for the funds uh, that go into it. And again, uh, unless you've been in that world, you just have no idea. Uh, the, the school system and the county system has such little money um, 
the amount of money it takes to raise to take care of the facility and do the day-to-day operations is above and beyond anything that you can uh, get from the school. Uh, but the Booster Club, uh, for the first time, is putting on a um, first-pitch dinner, I think is a very exciting uh, new addition to the baseball program there uh, where you get a chance to come in and meet uh, the players and the parents. And um, I think yeah, Coach McDaniels is on the right track with that, and I'm excited for him and, and the start of their season here. Uh, I know they're getting anxious, and you get kind of get, get rid of all the uh, preseason stuff with this finishing up with a uh, first-pitch dinner, uh, which uh, then you can really get to work on uh, nothing but baseball. Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're coming to you live from Porky's. We're getting our weekend started off right. We encourage you to do the same thing. Come on up and join us for at Porky's. Also, Porky's celebrating their 15th anniversary this month. Please be uh, Pete Paquette's on location with us today as our on-location producer. And Brian King is here as well, founder of the Orlando Baseball Academy, which is now located in Apopka at the CPS Sportsplex. A little bit later, we look forward to being joined by John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner and Coach Scott Williams with an update on basketball as our team enters the district tournament in postseason. We'll go ahead and take a little break right now. When we come back, we'll continue to talk uh, baseball, basketball, girls soccer, and other sports on Blue Darter Sports Central today. So please stay with us. Coming to you live from Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you today. It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. We're talking boys baseball, boys basketball, girls soccer, and other sports on the program today. We're also helping Porky celebrate their 15th anniversary, which they'll be doing through the entire month of February. I want to let you know that our Sports Central and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW, Popka's hometown station, are presented by Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports Apopka Schools, Apopka Little League, and other youth sports in our community. To find out why Florida Door Solutions has been voted best garage door company for now six years in a row, visit FLADoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. Now back to our guest, Pete Paquette, producing with us on location. John Perry has now joined us from the Apopka Chief and Planner and Brian King is still with us as well. And John, uh, why don't you just give us kind of a, a little bit of overview from your perspective um, of, of some of the important things that are happening sports-wise at Apopka High School over the past week or so? Well, obviously the, the top thing would be the girls' soccer team winning the district championship. Uh, you know, they've they've couple years been kind of young and, and, and not up to the general standards as far as wins goes. You know, team was good. There wasn't anything wrong. It was just a matter of getting some more experience. And, and the team, while still young, is, is more experienced and, you know, uh, came into the district championship, uh, district tournament as as a number two seed under behind Dr. Phillips. Uh, and Dr. Phillips is one of those programs that's really come up in the last few years. Uh, but, but you know, DP beat Apopka 3-1, to one, I believe it was, during the regular season. You know, 3-1 to one in, in soccer is a, a pretty good uh, margin. Uh, but, but then in the in the district tournament in the championship game last Friday, 
while Apopka and Wakaiva boys basketball are having a great, great game over at Wakaiva. Apopka girls uh, soccer was was uh, defeated. Dr. Phillips won to nothing in, uh, in in the championship tournament there for the uh, district title. And, you know, it, it means that uh, in a weird way, uh, in, in a weird situation, they, they had a week off between the end of the district tournament and the beginning of the regional tournament. I'm not sure why that happened in the, with the FHSAA. I guess it had to do with maybe the state tournament and timing and, and that type of thing. But the bottom line is Apopka will play. Apopka Girls Soccer will host Lake Mary on Tuesday at 7 uh, there at Roger Williams Field. And uh, then the winner will move on. Uh, you know, it's a... Uh, and, and Dr. Phillips, as a result of losing to Apopka, gets the joy of uh, playing at Oviedo, which hasn't lost uh, a girls' soccer game in about the last uh, three decades or so. No, it just it only seems like yeah, that. Yeah, no, they, they took us out when we had a real good team. Yeah, exactly, years several years, a few years ago. And, and they've gotten even better since then. They're undefeated this year, uh, hardly give up a goal. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's one of those things where, if you, you know, Dr. Phillips is just going to have a real tough time. Popka's going to have a tough time with Lake Mary. That whole district over there is just great. I mean, the, the Popka DP district is fine, uh, but from top to bottom, that, that district over there is just really tough. Um, and Oviedo's probably on their way to their second consecutive undefeated season, second consecutive uh, state championship. They've just really, really uh, got a. a uh, a juggernaut over there. So, uh, but but Apopka's done real well. They got got the district championship. Like I say, with a lot of young players, there there's some seniors, but not heavily laden with seniors. And uh, you know, the future looks bright for the, the Apopka girls soccer program. Although, you know, Doug Williams, excuse me, Doug Williams. Wow, where'd that come from? <laughs> Doug Matthews, Apopka's longtime soccer coach, is retiring from from schoolwork. He's uh, an assistant athletic director there, and he isn't 100% sure about whether he'll be coaching. Uh, he may he may stay as a coach. He may not. Uh, haven't uh, he was ambivalent about it the uh, last time I talked to him a, a week or two ago. So um, I would I would say that there there may be a coaching change there as well from from with him retiring. But that's certainly a possibility. We'll have to see how it all shakes well, out. That, that certainly would be huge news. Of course. Uh, Coach Matthews essentially uh, built the program into what it is now. Oh, absolutely! Uh, over the course of uh, over two decades, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, you into one of the really top girls soccer programs in Central Florida. And you know, as we've talked about, and uh, just a great, great man to have a, a great asset for a Popkin and Popka High School. Oh, absolutely! He's uh, he's done a phenomenal job job with that program. They're just consistent, even in years where maybe they're a little down. They're still very, very good. Uh, and, and just able to, to you know, a few years ago they had a really great stretch, uh, and 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 were getting deep into the playoffs and, and lost a couple of heartbreaking playoff games, you know, late and and in shootouts and that kind of stuff. So, uh, but they won their own share of those as well. Uh, but but uh, yeah, we'll have to see. You know, he may or may not have made up his mind. But uh, you know, of course, this run may may. Make his make his uh, may change his mind. I don't know, but but we'll see. But but bottom line is, it, it'll be a, it'll definitely be a difference if he if he uh, decides to go ahead and hang up the whistle and and not coach anymore. 
and I know he's enjoying this season because it, it's always kind of a, a, a special joy when you have a team that, that overachieves and not, not necessarily saying that they are, but I, they're definitely overachieving, I think, based on expectations. And it, that's always just, a, you know, as a special spark. Absolutely. They've, 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 the one thing they've done and that you like to see in any team is improve through the season. They, they started out kind of at about 500 or lost a couple of games. They, they, Program-wise, they normally haven't lost to teams they haven't lost. But uh, you know, when you when you lose three to one to a team that then you defeat one to nothing in the in the district tournament, that's that shows the improvement right there. And and they've hung their hat this year on defense, and that tells you that you know uh, used to joke with with friends about the one one to nil. Uh, insurmountable lead in soccer and and it's just it can be that if you've got a defense it can be that way uh, you've got to have the good the good goalie but you've also got to have the good uh, defend defenders so that that they don't uh, the ball isn't pounding at the goal all the time you want to make shots on goal very rare events now and Friends, you're listening to Blue Art Sports Central. We're coming to you live from Porky's, helping Porky's celebrate their 15th anniversary all month this month. Pete Peckett is here with us, our operations manager, doing double duty as our on-site producer. Joe is down with the flu like a lot of people are today. Um, Brian King is joining us from Orlando Baseball Academy, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy. Also, John Perry is with us as well. John like to you know of course i know that you're uh, you're very passionate about blue darter baseball you're a former blue darter baseball alumni and um you know we have a you know, major transition there uh, uh, new uh, coach coach mike mcdaniel obviously from my perspective getting off to a very energetic coach uh, very dedicated working hard doing some great things but i'd just like to get, get, get your your insights and your perspective on as we as we you know are on the brink of a, of a new baseball season and, and a new coach yeah i'm uh, i'm so far mike mcdaniel has hit all the right buttons as far as i'm concerned uh you know the proof will be in the pudding come when, when they start uh uh, throwing it up for for real um, in the regular season, but uh, you know he's he's a from everything I know he's he's a good guy, a good coach, and will do a great job. Uh, I don't you know he you never know about wins and losses sometimes, but you know as long as you get it done the right way and do the little things, the wins and losses will take care of themselves. I mean you got to have the talent, and you got to make the right moves as a coach, but uh, you know it. it it can, you know, Scott Williams is always talking about the process and, and both on and off the court, and, and it very much is, especially off the off the field, off the court, uh, whatever the case may be. If if you have the process where, you know, the kids are being taught the right way to do things, and I'm talking about non-sports related, uh, you know, you you reinforce the good things are being taught at home or in the classroom and that type of thing, then then the other stuff will take care of itself. Uh, I mean, you still got to, in baseball, you still got to have kids who can, can throw the ball, can hit the ball, can run the bases doing in you know those strange situations late in games when it's a two-to-one game and you're playing your district rival and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, I don't... Uh, from everything I know about Mike McDaniel, he's he's going to get that part of it done, the baseball part. Um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of people who know baseball. Uh, you know, that's the one sport I, I feel like I know better than any other sport just because I played it as a kid growing up. And, um, you know, it had, had a, and I've seen a lot of good 
lot of good coaches. I, you know, I watched Sonny Wise coach Popka baseball for Popka High baseball for years and years, just covering it for the newspaper, and and I learned a lot. And uh, you know, they got beat in in games, but they never were out coached. I thought, uh, you know, and 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 but I watched them just coach rings around some of these other guys that uh, you know were, were coaching high school baseball, and and you, you wonder how that happens sometimes, but. Uh, bottom line is Mike will do a good job, I'm sure, and uh, you know we'll see when it comes to wins and losses. And, and that's not all. It's kind of like with this Popka basketball team; they're 11 and nine now, and that's far from impressive. But uh, they have certainly had a, a, a tough schedule. Uh, not much, not many you can look at and say, "Okay, there's a breather we can kind of just uh, waltz through." Uh, they really, I don't know that they've had any of those kind of games. So, uh, but but it, it'll be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to baseball. Always, always enjoy going out. You know, when there's a nice weather game and and you know, temperatures nice, not too cold, not too hot, and you know, a little bit of a light breeze maybe, and you get out there and it's just you know, it's just so very relaxing and pleasant even though in my excuse me in my case i'm working uh you know it's it's just a it's just a great a great feeling and a, and a great day when it's like that now let's go back to brian king friends you're listening to blue daughter sports central coming to you live from porky's we'll be having lunch afterwards we invite you to come on up and join us brian king is joining us at porky's founder of Orlando baseball academy and john perry editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner is here as well. A little bit later we look forward to speaking with Coach Scott Williams of Blue Darter Boys Basketball um, over the phone. Of course, Blue Darter Boys Basketball is embarking upon the district tournament soon and uh, that's always a very exciting event. In fact, we're hosting it this year. All the games will be played at Joe Sterling Gymnasium. Now, Brian, I'd like to go back to you, Brian King and just kind of a, from an, an analyst's point of view, because uh, I know you're still a very very for, uh, close observer of Blue Darter Baseball. In fact, you've had a lot of those players at Orlando Baseball Academy along the way and coached them over there. You know, who are some of the key guys we have coming back? Um, you know, what does the pitching staff look like? You know, uh, who, who are some of the, the, the fundamental framework of guys that, that Coach Daniel and um, we, we, we uh, McDaniel and we need to, we can look to to, you know, have a successful season this year? Well, you know, uh, it all starts on the mound in any level, but especially high school baseball. And I think uh, uh, Stewart and Reed are, are the very keys to their, their pitching just because they have so many innings between the two of them of experience. And there's no, there's no substitute, especially at the high school level, for experience. Uh, just what John was saying about uh, uh, getting out there and performing. A lot of that comes from just the time on the field and on the mound. And I think those two guys are huge keys to their success for, because of their experience. And how about some of the position players that we have back? Well, Garrett Evans will be the shortstop. And, again, the high school baseball shortstop is so important. Uh, he's got he'll be a, he'll be a he'll four-year, four-year starter. starter and uh, I think four-year starter. And uh, I think that should uh, help secure all their defensive issues just because he's been there and, and has that many innings played. Uh, he's a FAU commit. And uh, so uh, he's he's got some ability on top of experience. Well, friends, we're going to go to our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to join you from Porky's, helping Steve and Heather and all the gang. Porky's celebrate their 15th anniversary all month long. 
And it's always great to hear you blow as you drive by. And, yes, yeah, give us a shout-out as you drive by. Uh, we're also um, – so we'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. And uh, shortly at, thereafter, we look forward to being joined by Coach Scott Williams to talk some Blue Darter boys basketball. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Great to be with you today. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Come up and join us for lunch. Porky's celebrating their 15th anniversary all month long. Joined by John Perry and by Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy. Pete Paquette is producing on-site with us here at Porky's. And let's go um, talk a little bit more about Baseball, and uh, you know, of course, one of the things that we always talk about is just the quality of competition that we play. And in, in our own district, you know, I, you certainly could argue it's one of the one of, if not the strongest, high school baseball district in the state. Especially considering the fact that we play at the highest level of competition in the state, and then um, you might even be able to argue it's more than one of, if not the toughest in the country. Literally, I mean, you start to look at it. The, the program, you know, it was strong. It was tough enough to begin with, with uh, Olympia and West Orange and Apopka, and then they threw like Brantley in there too, and uh, which is I think still kind of ridiculous. But you know, just to just to give a little background, you know, Brantley's got what at least four, maybe five state championships uh, on their resume. They're a, a strong team every single year, an elite team, elite program. West Orange, pretty you know, outstanding elite program in, in recent years. Uh, you know, just went to the state tournament a couple years ago. Um, you know, uh, Olympia a couple years ago was ranked number one in the in the country. I know also if, just a couple years ago they had. Not one, not two, but three of their players drafted out of high school into professional baseball. And, of course, you know, Kaiva is a, a decent program and, of course, Apopka. So you throw all those teams in and only one team, uh, you, know, you, only, you know, it, it, you know it, it really makes for some interesting postseason play, certainly. Oh, absolutely. And, and I, you know, I've been on this diatribe for the last two or three years since they they formed the districts, redistricted to form them the way they are now and to, to you know, it was it's it's so obviously cherry picking um, by the FHSAA. And, and you know, they they have a tough that whole organization has a tough job sometimes and, and they do things a lot, a lot of things great, really, really good. Uh, but but the baseball districts uh, for for you know District Nine A Three has a Popka Lake Brantley Olympia Wakiva and West Orange, you know Wakiva's had a tough time in baseball, but the other four are high quality state programs, um, and and you know Olympia geographically Olympia and West Orange being in with Lake Brantley is just absurd. Uh, you know, if it was just if it was just those four teams without uh, Lake Brantley, I could live with it a little more. Uh, but even there, Olympia is no longer in Apopka's district in basketball or football. But yeah, it is in baseball and softball. And and uh, I don't know. I just I, I say this every year about this time, Roger, on your show. But uh, it's just it's just not good. I mean, you know, 
there's four really good programs, and only two of them are going to continue in the in the in the playoffs after the district tournament. So anyway, there's no, my, you have four elite state level programs, and you right. say only two really have you know, we're going to be able to make it to, you know, through the, the district tournament. On the positive side, it makes to some really really exciting exciting high school baseball. Oh yeah, they're, uh, they're... top notch. And, and, and Brian, um, you, what are what are your who who are, from your perspective, and you, you probably uh, as informed uh, of anybody, um, who, who, who what, what programs are looking you know good um, in our district? Well, again, I mean, I mean they're all I mean all look good, but what, what do you expect from from some of these other programs this year? Well, you know, the, just and I know they've said, got a coaching change at West Orange, which is huge. The, uh, and, and just right here, before, the week before they start practicing, it'll be really curious to see what happens at West Orange. Um, because again, pe- people just don't understand how hard it is. It's 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 hard to become good. It's really hard to remain good and stay at the top. And and they've been the last four or five years, they've been they've had the most talent of any team in Central Florida for sure, if not the state. Um, an, ex- so an exceptional the, pitching staff. Th- they have, and, and they've they've got the they've got two arms back this year that are as good as anybody's. Um, Olympia's got four very, very talented athletic guys. Um, Apopka should be solid. You know, it's it's a shame that the, the FHSAA does the, the district in baseball like it does because, like John said, the ultimate goal is to have the best teams in the state in the playoffs and to put four of the better premier state programs in one district you know right off the bat you're eliminating two of them. And that's that's not that's not the goal to me shouldn't be the goal of the state tournament. State tournament is to have the best thirty two teams in it and let them fight it out at the end. Yeah, a great point, and just we'll say yeah, the district was was an elite district to begin with. Um, arguably, the toughest to begin in, in the state of Florida before they put Brantley in there and then the throw like Brantley in there. I mean, like I say, a four or five time state champion uh, throw, drop them in there as well was just a little little ridiculous, especially when it doesn't quite fit geographically, as John pointed out. Anyway, but anyway, so it gives us something to talk about here on Sports Central, of course, and, uh, and of course Jesse Marlowe, the the coach at West Orange, resigned. I guess abruptly a few weeks ago and that certainly was um you know couldn't help but put that program in a little bit of turmoil to say the least so we'll be keeping a close eye on them and see how uh, how they perform this year but anyway what why don't we take our, our break now we when we come back on a break we'll look forward to being joined by coach scott williams to talk some blue daughter boys basketball as they enter the district tournament soon we'll be right back on blue daughter sports central please stay with us it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Roger Franklin Williams. Great to be with you today. We're coming to you live from Porky, sitting right out front. Pete Paquette's with us, producing online. Jeff's in the studio. John Perry's joining us here at Porky's, as is Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy. In just a moment, we'll be joined by Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach of the Blue Darters. I want to give a shout-out before that to Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com, and thank them for their support of Blue Darter Athletics on 1520 WBZW. Now let's go to Coach Scott Williams. Hello, Coach. Hey, uh, Roger. How are you? Happy Friday to you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Same to you. 
here with uh, John Perry and Brian King are joining us here at Porky's along with Pete Paquette. Um, now, you, of course, it, you, an incredibly exciting week. Last week, two huge district games. And I'd like to have you talk about both of them. First of all, I'd like to start with the 60-56 to 56 victory over Week Hiva. Well, it was... Um... Uh, I, th- I thought it was a really important performance for us for a number of reasons. Um, first of all, we had to play very well because I thought Wakiva was as good as they've been all year. Um, it was just a it was a playoff caliber intensity basketball game that it was fun to be a part of, and you know it just adds to the of the storied rivalry that our two programs have had and since uh Wakiva has come into existence, and of course coaching on both sides of it, it's it's always a game that you look forward to and. You know, we just had a number of guys that that made big plays, and we had to execute well down the stretch, and and so it's just a, a great a great win for us, and and put us in position to um, to control our fate coming into Tuesday, uh, then against West Orange, and uh, then we were, um, you know, we just did not in terms of our defense. I thought we gave a great effort on Tuesday night, but uh, we just weren't as good with the details and um west orange is way too athletic and too dangerous uh to do that and so we end up uh giving a game away in the fourth quarter that that we would like to think we didn't and and then it turns around and and i don't know whether we caught a a break or not but Wakiva did not play as well Tuesday against Evans, and so lo and behold, the same matchup scenario that we thought we would have um, coming out of those two games, going into a district tournament in two weeks, we'll have uh, where we get a, uh, a very solid, talented Evans team in the semifinals, but a team that we have been fortunate enough to beat both times this year, and and uh, that we feel like um, you know that we feel like we can be successful against if we play well a third time. So, been a little bit of ups and downs, but two really competitive games and it's the way our district is I mean Roger John you guys know it's um, uh, there are no easy games in our district every year um, I think um, somebody gave me a number the average margin of victory in every district game played in our district this year was 4.5 points <laughs> and, and so it's uh, it's highly competitive top to bottom and uh, I think every team that's in our district has a has a real justifiable case to say that they have a chance to win a, a district tournament in a couple of weeks and coach can you talk about um what, yeah, a very eventful week, of course, obviously. Thank you for that overview of the seeding of the district tournament as we head into it a week after next. What were some of the keys uh, that, to, be, to getting that win over Week Hiva during the course of the game? Well, I thought that we did a much better job than we did the first time in two areas. One, our rebounding was consistently very good in that game. And secondly, I thought we did a very good job of getting each other good shots. Um, It's been an area of, I think, some steady improvement for us over the last six weeks. Um, And even on Tuesday night when we lost, I thought that um, in long stretches, uh, we did a, a, a very good job offensively getting things for each other. Um, our problem on Tuesday was a, a lack of defensive um, detail, but um, and then 
I, I thought that uh, we had um, we just made made plays. You know, sometimes when you're playing against really good people, Roger, uh, you, at the end of the day, it's about two good players or two good teams at a particular point, and and somebody's got to make a play. And I thought on on Friday against Wakiva we did that, and I thought then accordingly on Tuesday we did not when we needed to make a play to to stop the bleeding or to be able to get ourselves back where we needed to be. We did not do that, and of course that's something that we're going to have to be able to do if if we're going to make a, a run and get into the state playoffs. We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams of Apopka Blue Darter Boys Basketball on Blue Darter Sports Central, coming to you live from Porky's. Coach, as I said, John Perry's here. John, do you have a question or or comment for Coach? Well, you and I talked a little bit about after the uh, loss to West Orange, Keeving Etienne uh, and and his performance that that game. And and as you mentioned then, to me, he was very active and and had, I think, three blocks for you and that type of thing. But... uh, um, I, I know the the game before uh, at at, at Wakaiu, I thought Travis Henderson had a had a really outstanding game, and and he's the he's the hard worker, as you say. He's he's a, a great offensive rebounder and that type of thing. But uh, you give us a couple thoughts on both of those guys in in those games. Well, one of the things that I think makes us a, a dangerous basketball team is we have a number of of guys that can. That can be very effective at both ends. Um, we're not, you know, we're not reliant upon one or two people necessarily on a given night. And um, you know, you go back to the Wakiva game. And, you know, well, Travis has been Travis has been in double figures now, four straight games, and it's not an anomaly. Um, it it finally, you know, I, I say all the time that um, really good special teams always have a player or two that take a leap during the season. And Travis has taken a leap, and uh, you know he he brought us back in the game Tuesday night as well. Um, right. Knocked down four or five jump shots in about a four or five minute period, and um, you know so yeah. he, he provides us another offensive weapon along what he does. Keeving's energy and athleticism was really important and and big force against West Orange, and you know he gives us another body. He's a young man that puts in a lot of work, and uh, as he I, you know I, I think the best basketball for Keeving is is yet to come as he continues to work. He's just a junior, and I think he's poised to have a, a really nice run for us. Um, but even, you know, you go down you go down to talking about a Rudy Gatling who scored five big points in the second quarter against Wakiva coming off the bench, and Cody Griffin, who is a one of the best ball defenders in the area, um, sets the tone for us defensively. Um, you know, and and uh, can make can make some big open threes, and you know, so we got a bunch of kids that come off the bench for us. Malik Jackson, who I thought was outstanding against Wakiva, um, maybe one of his most consistent games. So we we believe that our second unit really matters, and those are two guys that have have been integral to that. And you know, in in Travis's case in particular, um, is a guy that on most teams would be starting, and we just find that he has great value to us coming off the bench. We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams on Blue Darter Sports Central, coming to you live from Porky's. Now, Coach, as we've talked a lot about both with you and also when you're not on the show, the the schedule, the very quality, top-notch schedule you put together this year by design, you know, where we're playing uh, you know, top teams not only through Central Florida, the entire state of Florida. Of course, our district, as, we all, as we've been talking about, is, is, is incredibly strong. And in, which even included uh, you know, the games in the Metro versus Florida challenge, which you created. 
uh, where at this point, as you're about a week away uh, from district play, do you feel um, the team is, and, and, and are you? You mean are you pleased with where the team is? Well. It's kind of a two-sided answer to that. I, I think that we continue to grow. I, you know, the, the great example is, you know, Wednesday, we we spent two and a half hours going over film. We didn't practice. We didn't walk out on the game floor because I felt like we really needed to see where we were having slippage. And the reason that I feel good about our team is we came out on the practice floor Thursday, and I thought we had an extremely, especially for late in the season, an extremely spirited, positive, energetic um, attention to detail practice. And it's those things that continue to make me believe that, you know, that we can we can keep getting better and better as we go. Now the other side of that is here we are with two weeks to go in the season, and we had a game where we played so poorly with our details that we gave a game away that maybe we believe we shouldn't have. And, you know, you can't do that. You know, we're, we're 13 days away or 12 days away now from a district semifinal where if you play that game, your season's over. And so, it, like I said, it's kind of a, a double-sorted answer. Uh, I do think we have continued to improve. I also think that there we have to be very, very careful uh, to not get trapped into – uh, not paying attention to the little things, and you know, sometimes we just get too worried about what the score is or how we're playing offensively, and 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 we lose attention to the the small things that I think help make us successful. John, uh, looking looking ahead at, at to the and I know you've got the game tonight against Lake Brantley, and then next week Edgewater and Windermere <clears throat> against your good friend there uh, Thursday. Uh, Against Windermere, against your good friend Mark Grizzick, but uh, you know, looking skipping ahead because the the seedings are set and and whatnot. Uh, you've matched up well with Evans, as you mentioned earlier. But uh, uh, is there any way to try to figure out? I mean, West Orange and Wakiva they split during the regular season, and and uh, you know, as we saw the other night, West Orange, they're incredible. They're as athletic as, as a team as I've seen this, this year, at least as a team I've seen more than once. And so, uh, you know, any any thoughts on, on how Wakiva and West Orange match up along with you and Evans? Um, Wakiva, West Orange, you know, just it's uh, – first of all, it's, you know, two of the best guards in Central Florida going head-to-head and Tyrone Perry and K.J. Simon and – you know, the game might be as simple as which which of those players is able to, to lift their teams into the best performance. Um, uh, and I, I don't even know what to think about, about that game other than I'm, I'm I'm glad in theory we don't have to see either one of them. But, but then the other side of it is, well, I'm not particularly thrilled about having to see an Evans team that, you know, I mean, uh, I'm sure that they're very confident against us because um, even though we had a very healthy lead, um, late, we let that lead almost slip away, uh, not handling their pressure very well. And, and I feel certain that they're going to try to attack us with some traps and really get after us. And you know, then they've got some size you have to be worried about. They've got two big kids that that are really good. And 
Um, I, you know, I, I've got a – the nice thing about the seedings being done is it allows me really to kind of – to dial in. Once again, Evans is a team we've seen least recently. It's been it's been a couple of weeks since we've seen them. And um, so, I, you know, I'm going to have to uh, kind of recenter my, my focus and really dig back in and, and try to watch them here over the last 10 days of the season. Um, I, I'd love to say, you know, four months ago I would have said what a great advantage it is to have a district tournament at home. Uh, I don't think we've been a very good home team this year. Uh, I wish I could put my finger on it. I'm hoping it'll change. And uh, because you would think it's a huge advantage. But quite honestly, we have not played well at home. Uh, we were one and two in the district at home. Uh, we have a losing record, I think, at home this year. Now, some of that is schedule-related, but we just don't seem to play with the kind of urgency at home as we do on the road. And and so I, I, I worry about that. I worry about complacency and whatever it is that's taking place. And hopefully uh, we'll have the kind of focus and energy that good teams will have going into a playoff game that that none of that is a factor and then on top of it maybe a, a good home crowd and and uh you know we'll play very well at home but it's it's a crapshoot it's a really good district and uh, all four of the teams in the district are capable of winning games in the playoffs and and all four are capable of losing in the first round and i think that's what makes our district so exciting well, Coach, I want to thank you for joining us. We're down in just our last couple of minutes. But before you go, yes, I, I would like, you know, off of, um, had a thought after John mentioned our, our last games down the home stretch. Of course, uh, Windermere High with Coach Grissick, who, you know, he was your assistant coach most recent, you know, recently, a few years ago. Actually, uh, was our head coach the year that you, you know, weren't. And I know that you're very close friends, and he's, you know, they, they've had an excellent um, team out of the blocks over there at Wekaiva, or Windermere, which is, as we all know, is not that easy for a brand-new program. Could you say, would you like to say a word or two about Coach Grissick and the job he's done this year? They've, he and his staff, he and his son Trey and the rest of the staff have been marvelous. Um, you know, they're blessed to have you know, two of the best players in the Metro and a junior six seven player in Dakota Rivers and then a freshman point guard, Trey Moss, who is gonna be probably a mid to high major player and uh, and they've just done a fantastic job. Uh, they've been really, really good and I tell you what, I'm scared to death. I mean it, you know, you bring them in on senior night, you wanna you know, you'd like to play some little sister of the, the poor and they are not that. Uh very well coached and do a lot of good things and, and quite honestly that game sets itself up as being, believe it or not, for second in the Metro. Edgewater clinched the Metro last night with their win over West Orange. And so even if we beat them Tuesday, the best we could do would be uh, to finish second. And uh, and so there's there's uh, something at stake when we play them. And, but Mark's my best friend. He's going to be the best man at my wedding in March. And, and I love him. And, and uh, it's always fun to compete against he and his clubs. And they'll be really well prepared, and hopefully so will we. Well, thank you for being here, Coach. And I just when leave thought I've just listened to these games that we've already played, but looking at the ones we're playing, of course, getting into the, the big district tournament which we are hosting. But even the the last three games of regular season, all um, are, are very you know just very exciting games. They have their own backstory, and that's just kind of the story of a popular blue order basketball under your leadership. So uh, best yes, wishes sir. to you as you close out the season, and of course in the district tournament. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Roger. Y'all have a great day. Thank you.
always love talking with Coach Williams, and he's really put, obviously puts his heart and soul into the program. And you know, just I, I still can't say enough about that schedule. Every single game is a very exciting game for for multiple different reasons. Yeah, it is, Roger. And and they, you know, he he believes in that that tough regular season schedule, uh, paying off in in the postseason. But uh, you know, as he said. Uh, in this district, you know, all all four teams are are uh, could could win the whole thing, the whole district, and all four could lose in the first round. Makes so for exciting it, tournament. It, it's gonna it's gonna be uh, uh, an interesting thing, and, and certainly worth the price of admission. Well, Pete, thanks for being here. What, what do you think about today? Thank, thanks for being here. It's great having you. Beautiful out here. Come join us on the patio. We're yeah. gonna stick around for lunch, everybody. John. Brian, Pete, so come on up and join us and get your weekend started, officially started. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.